Gar, why have we been on Ultraman, Ultraman Tiga for like months? And we're only seven episodes of each. Why? We, well, wait. We only started watching them in like beginning of April. We should have been done both shows by now. Yes, like we should have. An episode been... a day! That's what you said. No, I said an episode a week. Yeah. Which it's going to get harder in the later seasons since they're all over 50 episodes. Well, fuck. Damn you, Ultraman, for being 39 episodes only. Yeah. Didn't get a movie. No. What? what, what? I, think, I think Ultraman's overdue for a movie. Lynn, I've only been back for a day since my vacation. I, I don't have the brain function for this. Okay, well, um... I'll uh, schwa the roll call. Eiji Tsuburaya, the man who created something from nothing. Godzilla. Ultraman. But when those who don't give his franchises enough credit, these podcasters will do it justice. For they are... Kaiju Sentai! Ultra Ranger! Love our wall things, Ultraman. Ultra Yellow Caster, gone. The other son of Belial, Ultra Pinkcaster, late! Spreading the love on one of Japanese beloved franchises. Kaiju Sentai! Ultra Ranger! Shrek! Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Ultra Ranger, the show where we talk about Ultraman's past, present, future, Godzilla, and all kaiju in between. I'm your co-host, Ultra Pinkcaster Lane. Gar, wake the fuck up! Ah, ah, ah. Hi. I'm awake, I'm awake, alright. Uh, hi, everybody, I'm... Your host, Ultra Yellowcaster, Autogar. Yep. Hey, if you didn't hear in my last episode, in our last episode, which we recorded back in the end of May, it's now June, Ultra Ranger, we're starting to slip a bit. Hopefully we can get things back on track. It's okay. We've had life things. Yeah. Uh, for, for me to start off with my life things... I'm stepping down as a manager at my work because I'm just fucking tired of being a manager. So about July, around July, I'll be back to being a regular associate and I'll be much happier. Me, I just lost my job. So I was just like, I'm going away for a week. Yeah, you only lost your job though because fucking corporate assholes were like, you gotta build condos because the world's overpopulating. No one wants to see movies for cheap anymore. Like, it, 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 it went through Gar's head, like, yesterday, realizing how tedious it's going to be for him to have to bus Subway, then bus again just to go see a movie. Yeah. When he could have just walked down Jane, James Street and bam. Bam, be at work. Bam, see my co-worker. So, rest in peace, Humber Cinemas. You were a really good theater. It was nice to... See, my first movie I actually ever saw at Gar's work, old work, was Kong Skull Island. Mm -hmm. So, I'm actually really happy I got to see that movie. Fucking, we cheered, loved that movie. Some guy told us to shut up because we were reading too loud, even though it was just the three of us in the entire fucking room. 
Good times. There was four of us. Oh, yeah. There was like some other guy in front of us. And he was just like, yeah, I can't go. <laughs> um, so. This is episode 83 yeah. of Old Stranger. Um, me and Gar, we also saw Godzilla King of the Monsters and in IMAX, like yeah. we said we would. And Well, if you want to hear our opinions on that, we uh, go listen to the video that comes up before this one. Where it's me, Lane, uh, Paul Greencaster. Dreamcaster. Yeah, Dreamcaster. Yeah, Emily Dreamcaster. Re- Raven Redcaster. And Cell, who is Northcaster. Uh, we all sat down. We talked about the Godzilla movie. And if you're wondering where Ichi is, well, Ichi doesn't like Godzilla. Yeah. So, that's why he's not there. Yeah. But, hey, I'm st- I'm sticking to that. <laughs> I-, I will say though, go see it. Oh yeah, definitely go see it. Yeah. It was a, it was a wow of a movie. It was just it was really good. Wow, really good. Like if you're a hardcore Godzilla fan, you're gonna love it. You're gonna get every reference they make. Like it was a, it was a, like there's so many times where like me like I heard something in the movie and Gar- I look over Gar- and like. Oh, we get that. You know, you know what? You know what it is? Huh? It's the scene from Avengers. I don't get that. I do. I do. I, I got that. that reference. I got that. Um, uh, did I talk about the got Ultra Infinite's last episode? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you did. Yes. Yeah, it, I got my precious Bull Isle figure. Yeah, that, that's how long it's been since we recorded an episode. Of Ultra Anime Ranger. North. Yeah, since Anime North. You can get my boy. All right, you go get your boy. Get my boy. Best Ultraman. Yeah. So uh, today we're talking about episode 7 of Ultraman, Ultraman Tiga. That's pretty much it. And uh, some, some Godzilla news. Or some, some, uh, some news. Some news. Some news. Just a little bit. Just a teeny bit of news. Teeny bit. Teeny bit. I still need to go see Aladdin. Yeah, I need to see Aladdin as well. I need to see Aladdin, each, each Rocket is... Man, freaking X Men, Dark Phoenix. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. I, I need to see it's it. It's shit. I, I like need... it literally flopped. It's so bad. I'm gonna look at the fucking Rotten Tomatoes score of how bad it was. All right, fine. You bring that up. I'm gonna talk about the greatest crossover that's happening this year. Oh. Yeah. So you know how there was Avengers Avengers Endgame uh-huh. that had almost everyone. What did more? Like you wanted more? Yes, Wong, I wanted more. Because you know what we got this year? Well, first I'll... What's the what's the score on Rotten Tomatoes? 93%. Hey, it's better than the last time I checked. Let's see. Dark Phoenix had a budget of... $200 million. How much did it make back? 139 in its opening weekend. Because so... <laughs> no one cares! No, it's... No one gives a shit. It, it doesn't help that that movie had to reshoot the entire thing. So that's more money wasted. No, and you know what? You know what? I was actually kind of excited for, even though like I don't like like horror movies. I was looking forward to that kind of like oh, New Mutants. Yeah, X Men, that X Men horror film. New Mutants. Was, yeah, it was just about like these mutants like being experimented on in this lab, and like they got loose, and one of them was really fucked up. I actually got the poster for. The, from my work. And then it got canceled because no one cared. It didn't get canceled. It's still coming out. Oh, okay. It's just been, it's just been getting delayed, mm. and delayed, and delayed, and delayed. 
Anyways, biggest crossover of the year. Uh-huh. Every single main Ultraman actor from the New Generation Chronicle or from New Generation era is coming back. Yeah, because we saw a picture of, like them just like hanging out in the, on, like on the studio or something like that, and, and like Gar you shared was it to just, me. Yeah, and Gar was just like, "Oh wow, like those are really good cosplays." I'm like. Gar, those are the actual actors. It was actually the picture was was tweeted by by Guy's actor. So yeah. And look, there's Kaiju Busca. You know what I'm sad? Eisen's not there. What the fuck? Eisen cameoed already in the series. No, but we got Pega and you got Kaiju Busca. Well, they're the hosts of the show. Oh, okay. It's kind of like how we're the hosts of this show. We're the only hosts of the show. We're the only people ever on this show. <laughs> and I'm that negative one viewer. Why negative one? Because I'm the one that has to edit the show. <laughs> I listen to it sometimes. Some, I skim it. <laughs> uh, like, you, you know what's amazing? Like, our show, Cast Ranger, Extra Extra, it's so therapeutic to listen to. We're just all a bunch of fucking dumbasses. And it's, just, it's amazing just listening to you know, like these guys are my friends, and I wouldn't trade them for anyone else in the world. Everyone calls us shit. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> oh, Cash Ranger's awful. Like, are you saying that as a group, or are you just pointing to one of us? The the podcast, the team, or me? Because that's the thing. It's like. One of us does something wrong, then the entire group gets flagged for it. It's kind of like a school project. If someone doesn't, if something doesn't get done right, everyone gets to blame. Hell, look at our episode of episode sixty nine of Ultra Ranger, because that came out at the time with the whole uh, Trinity situation. That episode got flagged by like thumbs down. And I'm like, we, we didn't, he's, he's not even in the episode. He's not even on the show. Yeah. Anyways. But anyway, yes, uh, there's crossovers happening in, in the, uh, Ultraman New Generation Chronicle series in which it, in which of course, uh, Hikaru, Sho, Daichi, Guy, Riku, Katsumi, and Isami are returning. That's awesome. Where's my Lito? I hope I hope Orbs is like guys is like the best Ultraman. No, I. <laughs> well, he wrote, just he car no no freaking um Katsumi and Isami. Well, he wrote me into this point at Riku. Well, he wrote me into this point at Guy. Well, he wrote me into this X. <laughs> well, he wrote me into this point at Show. Well, he wrote me into this point at Hikari. Oh, Hikaru. Well, he wrote me in. <laughs> I just want to die. Fucking <laughs> the V6. Yeah, um, I don't know when this episode is happening. Guys, isn't amazing we've watched each of their shows. Yeah, because they're all like 20. Well, let's see here. 11, 16, 22, 25, 25, 25. How many episodes is that all together? Uh, I'm going to figure that out. Okay, so 11 plus 16 plus 22 plus 25 plus 25 plus 25. That's 124 episodes. Done in two and a half years? Yeah. 
Fuck. Oh, wait, you got uh, uh, Ultra Fight Orb, which was eight episodes, and The Origin Saga, which was 12 episodes. So, oh, and Gridman. We also watch SSSS Gridman. So, and Kaiju Club. Forgot about Kaiju Club. So, in total, uh, at our two-year anniversary, we have watched 160 shows. Hey. That's pretty good. That's pretty fucking well, 160 episodes. Plus, the, so. plus like, the 14 episodes. Yeah, plus the zero movies. Plus the zero. <laughs> Anyways, Anyways, we watched a shit ton of Ultraman. Like, we literally, like Gar said, we watched ten years worth of Ultraman. Like, two years. That's pretty goddamn impressive. It is. That, that was like me when I watched, um, I think, like, five years of Doctor Who within a month. I watched all of Ninth Doctor, all up to, like, halfway through Eleventh uh, Doctor at the time. It's not hard to watch all of Ninth Doctor when it's just one season. Which is 13 episodes. Yeah, but it was 13 episodes of pure fucking awesome. You know what? So was I. <laughs> I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Wait, um, I'm excited. Yeah, that, that's great. I, you know what? We need, we need to find this. Are they subbed? They're not subbed, but they're on YouTube. Well, well it's because no one, like, no one subs them because it's, in the end, it's just a clip show. We're just in a theater going like, I remember that. Hey, I remember that. You know what? I feel like Super I just has them in like a soul bounding contract. It's just like with every Ultraman actor, just like you have to come back for prizing. It's like the... so, like Moa's actor, she retired, but Super is just like, Mm-mm. It... No, if we if we ask you to come back, you got to come back. The only actor so far who's retired that I know of, Ultraman wise, I think Mabius. Ultraman Mabius is actors, the only one to actually retire. Oh, yeah, because he's a YouTuber now. He's like fat. He's a YouTuber. He's a YouTuber and fat. Anyways, next news story. So this company called New Boss Coffee made a ad celebrating Haru Nakajima, Mm. like the original suit actor for Godzilla. That's cool. Which it's a cute, it's a cute little tribute to him. And what was also cute is. Minor spoiler for Godzilla Kingdom Monsters. It doesn't really have anything to do with the actual movie itself. But at the end of the credits, it says in memory of, like, there was someone else that was, like, in memory of. But then, like, the last one was, like, Haru Nakajima. And it's like, oh, that's adorable that, like, that they mentioned it. But then what happens is, like, as it keeps going, you see a photo of Haru Nakajima. Uh, this, it'll be in the video version of this podcast. Where, like, you see Haru Nakajima, Haru Nakajima holding on to, like, the Godzilla suit. He's in water. Uh, from the looks of it, it looked like he was probably doing Godzilla versus uh, Ebera. Mm-hmm. Or Ebera Horror of the Deep. But anyways, that's awesome that they dedicated, mm-hmm. like, they uh... Yep. Right, this is a cute little video. It's adorable. Basically saying how much shit he had to go through just to be Godzilla. Yeah, like he almost died. Heat exhaustion, weight weight loss, how heavy the suit was. Yeah, so you actually like it's like being a suit actor and stuff like that. Like you have to train. You have to like keep your body in good condition. According to, I think it was with the Power Ranger Megaforce cast. Ironically enough, apparently they met. Apparently, they mentioned that, like, the suit actors for the show, they spend, like, five years training. Just training, not even being on the show. Yeah. They spend five years of training. Yep. Dude, like, you're you're doing stuff that, like, 
exceeds the, the limits of the human body. Just, you gotta learn. Freaking Seiji Takawa was probably not happy when he found out Denim was coming back for Zio. Like, just sees, just sees it. Well, I think he, I think he was just Zio during those parts. I'm getting too old for this shit. That's why, that's why I'm hoping for Zero One that they get a new actor. Just new generation. Let's do it. All right. Wrestling news stories are just Godzilla related. So uh, the King of the Monsters uh, movie is getting a vinyl soundtrack. Ooh, so like that. Yeah. Uh, it's. The vinyl will be shipped out in July of 2019 uh, with pre-orders now open. Oh, yeah. Also, if you like the song Godzilla by the Blue Oyster Cult, listen to the new cover of it for, for King of the oh, Monsters. Oh, by Bear? Yeah, by Bear McCreary. Yeah. And starring, like, the... I forgot his name, but, like, the lead vocalist of System of a Down. Fucking hell, it's so good. Uh, I'm glad that they used it for the for the end credits. Oh yeah, Cell was fucking pleased by that. I'm also glad that they used the original Godzilla theme for that movie. Like it was a remix, but it was a good remix. You could hear it. You could hear like the the kind of yeah. spirit spirit of the original. It was like dun, 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 boom, dun, 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 boom. it it was more like a reverb of, yeah. of it, it not really not like a full on remix. Yeah. Uh, so this vinyl record will feature 98 minutes of music. From the film, cool. which, as you already mentioned, compo- composed by uh, Bear. Bear, Mc- Bear McCreary. Bear McCreary. McCreary. Uh, liner notes will also feature will be featured by McCreary, as well as director Michael uh, Dorary? Oh, Michael Dowery. Dowery, sorry. I think it's the director? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, as well as artwork by Christopher Shy. The entire vinyl collection will be contained in a tin tip on jackets that are put together like a hardcover book. The soundtrack will be shipped with King Ghidorah, Rodan, Mothra bundle, or Godzilla 180 gram vinyl variants. Oh my god. I don't know what that means. I don't collect vinyls. <laughs> I, I, I mean, gr- granted, uh, Grant, I, I have heard people say that, oh, vinyls have a better sound than CDs. Mm-hmm. Which, if they do, more power to you. Yeah. I, I'm just not a huge vinyl collector person. If I was going to have any vinyl, it would have to be the, the 1986 Transformers movie. I would love to have that, like the original soundtrack for that on vinyl. J- j- just to say that I have a copy of it. Kaiju Sensei Ultra Ranger, the only vinyls we we own are figure vinyls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go home. I'm home. Damn. We record here. Damn <laughs> it. What do you mean? We record in our ultimate Su- studio. Studio in space. <laughs> in space. That totally doesn't. Yeah, it totally doesn't look like the Deep Space Nine one. We'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, yeah, so that's cool. <laughs> uh, in Monster Arts news, uh, the announcement uh, we got a reveal for the Rodan and Mafra two pack. So yeah, it makes sense to not. They're tiny little fucking dude, bird people. Well, so. Rodan you can sell on their own, but Mafra that. You can't sell Mothra on her own. She's Mothra. just too small of a They're figure. so cool. Mothra was great in the movie. She actually did things. She did lots of things. She did tons of things. Good for Mothra. Good for 
Rodan looks great too. Hmm. That you mean Starscream? <laughs> yeah, no, really. <laughs> Fucking pterosaur. Pterosaur. <laughs> he does look like pterosaur. Yeah, that's what I like. Where's my masterpiece, pterosaur? Right. That, I'm only saying that because I love the colors of pterosaur. Just the sharp, bright red and the silver. I just liked pterosaur in the show, and then he didn't do well, and so they're like, "Fuck it, we're killing him off along with Scorponok." <laughs> Hey, hey, we at least got Quick Strike. Remember Quick, remember quick Strike? No, I was more into Rampage. Yeah. Hey, Rampage was cool. Oh, you mean the freaking Starscream? Protoform X? Yeah, Protoform X. Yeah, I loved him. Try to recreate Starscream Spark and you get that. <laughs> so, unfortunately, this two-pack is a Tomashi Web exclusive. Yep. Damn. And it's coming out in November, unfortunately. Well, then again, you may need to wait till November because uh, it's eleven thousand yen. How much is that? Like it's, it's roughly with like marketing and markup and shipping and stuff, like probably like hundred fifty bucks. Okay, so on the average monster arts. I was I was expecting you to say like two hundred. Uh, the Neater figure comes with accessories. Two Tamashi stages are included in the set, so that. Uh, the pair can be displayed properly in mid-flight poses. Yes, because nothing like getting a character that can fly sit on the ground. Honestly, I would just get like a toy volcano and just have fucking Rodan just standing on top of it. Going like, well, why don't you be like Bruno from MMPR Toys and just make your own volcano well, that's display? What I'm saying. Just like make your own volcano and then just have Rodan posed on top of it, having like fucking like smoke effects and stuff. Yeah. yeah I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna just say, I'm gonna just say this. It's not a spoiler for the movie, but like Rodan's entrance in the movie oof, was visually like amazing. Just add like a cure music to it. Just Solda. Solda. Alright, and our last news story for today. I almost forgot about it, but. Uh, we have news that SH Figuarts Ultraman Ginga uh, has proper images and release date. Look at that, man. Looks so good. Oh, it looks gorgeous. It looks like sparklings. I, I want to see what he looks like next to the Ultra Act. Because it's just... Well, for starters, he's he's thicker than the, than the Ultra Act. Yeah. Well, let's, let's see here. There's also a cool photo with him with uh, Ultraman Victory. Ultra Act Ginga. Fucking hell. So the Ultraman Ginga figure art will come will come be coming out in October for a retail release for six thousand fifty yen. There you go. Okay, Lane has a picture of the Ultra Act, which again will be in the video version. So I'm gonna scroll that up, and ugh, oh my! Figure it does way more justice. Yeah, like the the old. I think that's one of the major reasons why nobody actually liked the Ultra Acts. They're just too thin. Yeah, I mean, like. Sure, they do look skinny, but not that skinny. Yeah. Like, at least with the figure arts, they're... Like, the they're... Most of the shoulders on them. 
Yeah, they also look bad on them. They at least look more humanoid, mm -hmm. I want to say. Yeah. Like, like it looks like an actual suit over like a dis, like a distorted version of the figure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that looks really good. Looks pretty good. I would love to have this. Because, uh, Gingo was the first Ultraman show that was currently airing when I got into Ultraman. So, I wouldn't mind having, I wouldn't mind having him in my collection. Because, I almost forgot, my Ultraman Victory figure will be coming in this month. Cool! First thing, sooner than I thought. First things first, I gotta find another job. <laughs> so I can actually afford him. So I can also afford all the Tiger stuff as well. <laughs> Damn it, why is everything coming out? Why? Why? Why Anyways, that's it for news. Let's talk about some Ultraman. <gasps> So fucking Jim. Fucking Jim. Fucking Jim. Okay. So if you're gonna watch episode seven of Ultraman, you gotta remember there's this character who gets introduced in, the, in this episode. His name is Jim. He's from the the Paris headquarters of the Science Patrol. What's his last name? He doesn't have a last name. He's Jim. Fucking Jim. Fucking Jim. It's just it's just Jim. It's just Jim. That's it's, all this episode is about. It's it doesn't matter about Ultraman. It doesn't matter about fucking Ultraman Noah. It's all about fucking Jim. Well, according to Jim, it's about fucking Jim. Yeah. <laughs> according to Jim. Could that be the thumbnail? Just according to Jim cast, but with like Ultraman faces? Sure. Yeah. Well, it's according to... Is it the show called According to Jim? Yeah, it's According to Jim. Oh, yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah, the, the name of the episode is going to be fucking Jim. Join Jim. So, yeah. So, this episode is actually interesting because we kind of dive into, like, well, an Ultraman that we apparently was introduced technically in this show, the original, but wasn't kind of more... What's the word I'm looking for? More established. Yeah, it wasn't more established until uh, Ultraman Nexus, apparently, according to Gar. So, yeah, let's start, well, let's start at the beginning of the episode. So, this... At, so, it's fucking Jim. Yeah, so fucking Jim <laughs> comes to the Science Patrol Japanese branch. From Paris. From Paris, because because remember, Paris is where the big, look, big headquarters is. Yeah. And he mentions how a meteorite came down and crash landed in the Middle East. That's right. Causing some strange anomalies. Mm -hmm. They've sent out people to, like, Turkey and India. Like Arabia. Like Arabia and all that. And they're gone. No, they haven't come back. They're dead. Yeah. It's safe to assume they're dead because we never hear from them again. Yeah. So, yeah. So, they bring in Jim as, like, a consultant. And mind you, he is dubbed as fuck. Oh, yeah. No. Like, like the guy is obviously speaking Japanese, but, like, no, he, you, he's dubbed over. Yeah, you can tell he was probably not, like, good at speaking Japanese. So, it's like, we're just going to... Dub him over. Dub you over, because no one will notice, no one will care. Uh, yeah, so the whole thing that I was thinking of the whole episode, like when he first showed up, I was just like, I was like, oh, does he get like one of those like orange Science Patrol jumpsuits? And then 
They were always seeming one. I'm like, yay, he got yeah, one. Seeming that. So, yeah, so they all decide, okay, well, let's go investigate and see what uh, this finds meteorite or whatever like that. So. Except for you, Fuji. You get to stay at the base. Yeah, Fuji gets to stay here. Oh, why do I gotta stay here? Oh, man. Here, here's a pen. <laughs> no, no, um, no, Fuji actually stays at the base to make sure they keep a record of what's going on out there. Yeah, because that's like her thing. She's like, she's the analyst and like she keeps recordings and everything. Um, so yeah, so they take the jet to go to Arabia and then they get shot down. Uh, or they crash or something. It, so they find, like, while flying around, they see this giant aura of like magnetic energy and like they fly around it and be like it's perfectly fine but it kind of caused the ship or like the jet VTOL to just shut down mm-hmm. it's like pfft, what just happened we just lost power wait a minute if we're up in the air and the jet lost power that pfft, <sighs> it's crash laying into the sand yeah so Ide gets injured and he's like just being Ide about it cause like Ara- Arashi or whatever is trying to fucking help him and Ide's just like He's just like being super silly and stuff. It's funny. Um, so they're all like, okay, Ide, you stay here. We're going to go and investigate, see what happened, why our ship crashed. We're also going to try. According to Jim. According to fucking Jim. According to fucking Jim. Uh, there's a small town nearby named Bar- Baraja. Mm-hmm. And so it's like in walking distance. So they get out of the ship, right? They get out of the jet, try to look around. Look around for things, but unfortunately, uh, the jet beetle kind of gets eaten up by another kaiju, or, or by the kaiju. Thankfully, Edeg uh, survives. Oh, thank God. Yeah. How would he not know? Right? But yeah, um, it, which this episode introduces us to Antlar, one of Ultraman's more iconic kaijus. Of the series simply for being a giant fucking ant. Yeah, it's a giant fucking ant monster. Or he's more of a he's more of a beetle than an ant. Yeah. Uh he's cool looking. I mean he, he's pretty monstrous, so I mean it's, it, it's what you expect a giant fucking bug to look like. I mean hell he does have an SH Figure Works. You, you know you know you've made it when you have an SH Figure Works version of yourself. Mm-hmm. As Lane plays with his Belial. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so then they end up fighting, like, Arashi almost fucking dies. Oh yeah, Arashi almost dies. Um, the spider, the spider shot does nothing. Yep. Uh, yeah, so they kind of just run for their lives, you know, like, run away, run away. Um, and then, um... They do find the small town. They find the small town. So apparently it's like this ancient town that's just been there for like thousands of years or something. Or like at least like a thousand years. And... Or like a few hundred... Like a few thousand years. Yeah, a few thousand years. And so like the people in it, like... Like Jim... Jim just goes over tries speaking like Arabic and Hebrew. Like trying to see if like, you know, they're... It's that lo- their local tongue. And then it's like, oh no, it's not. So then like their leader comes out. Yes. She's not a princess or a queen. She's just known as Chartum. Chartum. And so apparently she has, like, mind powers because she, like, reads one of their minds. And it's like, oh, yeah, now I know Japanese. She's an esper. So she read their minds. And just learned Japanese. And just learned Japanese. 
Oh, okay. So then she like brings him into their like te- or into her temple, and she's like, "Yeah, no, like we're you know our God, uh, our God protects pr- us. Yeah, our God protects uh protects our town. So because Antlar won't attack us in town, he attacks everyone around town, in which there's only old people left in the town. Like there's no young people. No, e- everyone who tries to leave, they don't come back. So it's like, oh shit, people are dying off. Uh, yeah, so she mentions their god Noah, which, like, the uh, science patrol is just like, like, Noah, like, Noah's Ark? It's like, well, the rumor the rumors are is that, like, the Ark ended up in the Alps, or whatever like that, in the mountains. Yeah, in which they're right beside uh, Mount Arada, which reminds me of the Paramount Mountain. Yeah, right? Um, just look over on the other side, it's just the Paramount logo. Oh. So she reveals the statue of Noah, which ends up just seeing a statue and... It has Ultraman's head on it, and they're like Ultraman. Well, it's not. It's not that it has Ultraman's head on it. It is Ultraman. Yeah, it's a statue of Ultraman. So we find out that I was like, he's. It's like it's like like that actually took me by surprise. I was like, I was like, holy shit, what? And then she said no. I was like, oh, Ultraman, no, I know that. That's where. Uh, that's where Zero got his powers from. He got Ultimate Zero from. Yeah. Um. This is like I remember watching this episode back when, back in like twenty thirteen. Night when I watched it on the DVD set, and I remember seeing, <clears throat> like I remember seeing that like the statue, in which I'm like, oh wow, that's pretty impressive. And, like I, I didn't know about Ultraman Noah at the time, and it kind of just faded from my memory. But I just remember like them going to the temple, opening. Oh, sorry. Jeez. Uh, opening up the curtain. And it's just being the Ultraman statue, so it's like, so Ultraman's been on Earth before then, right? Or was it someone else? Yeah. Which apparently, um, there's this manga or something called Story Zero, which takes place before everything. It's like a fan, fan-made thing that became legit, almost. But apparently, in that canon... In that canon storyline, it was Zafi who came to Earth all those years ago. Oh, so they were worshipping Zafi? Yeah. But uh, Ultraman Noah, who appeared in Ultraman Nexus, this was kind of their, like, hey, let's do something with this. In which... But for the sake of it, it's just, it's an interesting piece. And it it's a shame that, like, this the show is serialized or not serialized it's episodic well and that's interesting because that's probably what this episode is probably what inspired like the whole origin of tiga because remember like tiga was like this ancient warrior that like people like you know worshipped as a god that this ancient civilization did probably um and yeah according according to like the like ultraman lore apparently ultraman Noah is considered to be the like oldest ultraman in existence Mm -hmm. like he's fucking like a few hundred thousand years few old. hundred thousand years old yeah. and like yeah he ended up just being like this like god and like deity probably not as powerful as ultraman king but i'd probably say he's like second under to king so but now i'm just curious it's like if the show was more serial like more serialized like like take the idea of the original ultraman series and put it and use like modern day storytelling with it I feel like this would be, like, a good way to be like, wait, so Ultraman's been on Earth before? What? Yeah, and it's, like, a mystery and they're trying to figure out what it is. Yeah. 
So then, uh, so then Antlard attacks the town. Snip snips. Um, and then, like, Haita ends up just going and transforming into Ultraman. Starts fighting him, and everyone's like, oh my god, it's Ultraman! Holy, <laughs> Ultraman, no! And they all start, like, bowing towards him. It's our god! Like our god has come to save us! Yeah, so they, like, they miss, they mistake him for Noah. Um... And then some old lady tries to go and fucking take Antlar on by herself, and then, like, Jim's like, no, don't do it! You know what this is? It's Road to El Dorado. I've never seen the movie. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Uh, I still don't want to watch that movie, though. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so then Ultraman, like, he, he's fighting, fighting Antlar, and he's, you know, he's doing his thing, and then, like, again, within, like, a minute or, like, two minutes or whatever like that, his color timer starts going off again. So, like, I hate that this show has, like, no concept for, like, how long three minutes is. It just, according to their logic, it's not really that he has three minutes. It's just how much energy. Yeah, how, yeah, how, how much, fast he's exhausting his energy. Yeah, like how fast is his energy depleting? Because like I remember in like episode five, it was like not even like fifteen seconds, and his color timer just started going off. I was like, "Are you shitting me?" Really? What are you weak to water or something, Ultraman? <laughs> weak to water? Um. So yeah, so yeah, I forgot how he defeated Antlar. He, so I think he just used spacing toast or something. Nope. Oh. Didn't even do that. So Char, so uh, Chartum goes into the temple and grabs the blue stone, gives it to Cap, and she's like, "Throw it at this now!" And then it ends up being a gas truck. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, she gives it to Cap, tells her to throw it at Antlar. And apparently this was a prophecy. It's like, oh, he told, like, oh, Noah told me to, like, throw this, like, throw this when, when our God arrives. So it's like, uh, sorry. Uh, so Cap froze, like, froze, uh, the blue, the blue crystal, like, the blue stone, and it basically kills Antlar. He doesn't explode or anything, he just hits him, and then he falls over. He's like, Bleh. And now I am the dead. It's, okay, guess that solves that problem. So then they're just like, "Well, fuck! How do we get home?" And then it's just like, Fuji, Fuji came and picked them up. Yeah, pretty much. It's like there's no like reason for it, or like there's no actual storyline for it. It's just the the narrator says, and then and then Fujiko freaking came and picked them up. Did they have milk and cookies when they went home? It's well. But if again, if we were using modern modern storytelling with this, I think it would have been funny to see Char- like, like the princess or whatever, like the ruler of the town, like Chardum, be Fuji's actress. Mm-hmm. Just be like, who dare comes to my town? And it's like, then get get all them be confused, be like, Fuji, who is this Fuji? I don't know who this Fuji is. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that would have been great if it would just like just, like just like a subtle reference there. Be like, who's Fuji? It's like no one. But then we find out she is a descendant, like of the uh, Chartum. <laughs> awesome. But uh, but there is some disappointing stuff about this. And since there's no young people in the town and it's filled with elders, they know their time is up as an actual town. It's like once they're dead, it's like they they've come to accept their death. Fuck. Once they're dead, the town will just go away in history. Damn. Even when they're walking away, they notice that they can't find the town again. It's like, well, 
guess that's the end of that. Also, the meteorite didn't really play a whole lot. No. And it's not like, oh, Antlar came from the meteorite. No, Antlar's always been a thing. Well, maybe episode 8 will tie in the meteor, maybe. It's an episodic thing, though. No, nah, right? but... Nah, I guess so. Damn it. We're never gonna see Jim again. <sighs> no! We're never gonna see fucking Jim again. Well, when, we go, when we talk about this in series as a whole, it's gonna be like, Jim. Fucking Jim. Fucking Jim. There's more side characters for like the Science Patrol from France, though, coming in. I love it specifically France. Like, why is it always like the big heads and stuff are like from France? What, what does Japan have like about with France? I don't know. They, they weren't allies. Were they? I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe just Japan and France are in good terms now. Well, I mean, if you think of it, the French were the ones to invent like like film. Oh, were they? Somewhere in Pretty sure, pretty sure the person who invented like films was Thomas Edison. <laughs> no, Thomas Edison was the assholes. Was an asshole. Everything. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> if uh, I, if I go for my papers, I can probably figure out something. Um, uh, but yeah, overall, honestly, I enjoyed this episode because I like Jim. Um, and I just I like the concept of that like Ultraman Noah was like introduced into this uh, universe. It's, uh, it's like it's like there was a somewhere in the world there was a village of people who worship ultra an ultraman as a god what's a god to a king that watch that be the tagline for godzilla versus kong like what's a god to a king or what's a king to a god yeah um what was i gonna say yeah this was a good episode like even though like the series is episodic in a way this episode definitely shows that, like, hey, it may be episodic, but we can still do some world building. Mm-hmm. So that's like in a small, like, small village in the middle of nowhere that no one will remember. Ultraman was there. Mm-hmm. He was there. I saw him. Saw him with my own eyes. Anyways, let's go on to Tiga. Um, so yes, episode 7 of Tiga. The man who fell into the world. So I gotta say, this was a pretty good episode too. This was a huge step up from, uh, this was a huge step up from, uh, from the other episodes. Yeah. Like, it just felt more interesting. Yeah, because, like, this was like a, this was like a father-daughter episode. Yeah, this was, uh, we got Rena's focus episode. So we got... Actually, when you think about it, it's kind of an episode that was the opposite of the one that we got in X. Because, you know, it was about, it was about the perspective of the father being like, oh, I had to leave, abandon my daughter because of work and saving the earth and everything like that. Or this episode was about the perspective of the daughter who was going through abandonment issues because her father abandoned her and her family for work. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah, so the episode kind of starts off with this alien race coming to 
blow up Deep Space Nine. Yeah, blow up Deep Space yeah, Nine. Yeah, I swear to God, like, we'll, Gar will put up a picture of the space station in Deep Space Nine from Star Trek. Yeah. And it's literally almost a repaint of, the, of Deep Space Nine. Like a retool. It, it, it's, it's fucking hilarious. It's got, like, the same, like, arc, arch, it, like, like, spike pillars. and like, It's it, amazing. It's weird. Yeah, it, it's weird, but you know what? That just shows, because, like, because, like, Deep Space Nine came out in, like, 93, and Tiga's 96, so... It is possible. And Tiga, and, uh, uh, Deep Space Nine ran until, like, 98. Whoops. <laughs> what do you have to say for yourself? Whoops. Oopsie doodle. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so this is, this is a Reyna-focused episode, which I, I finally, like, I'm glad, I'm glad I've got a focus, uh, an episode of her, because she's actually pretty, she's really pretty. <laughs> I like I don't know why. I like I like I like women with short hair. Makes look attractive. Yeah, so yeah, this is a Rena Focus episode, as we've already mentioned probably like twice now. And it's yeah, it's abandonment issues. Her parent apparently according according to her, her parents got a divorce when she was nine. She he didn't her dad didn't show up on her birthday. Her ninth birthday, yeah. yeah. On her ninth birthday, and she literally hasn't seen him in the last thirteen years. Yeah, she like fucking hates him for it. Which makes her twenty two. Twenty no nineteen. Yeah, twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah, she's twenty two. She's your age. Dibs. I'm joking. What am I doing with my life? She's she's fucking saving the world from monsters. She's a she she's an ace pilot. And I'm here sitting. I'm sitting here talking about Ultraman. <laughs> like, it's like when I compare me with Tom Holland because me and him are the same age. It's like I'm here talking about Ultraman as a podcast, and he's out there being fucking Spider Man. Fucking Spider Man. Um, but yeah. So like, this alien ship's about to crash in Deep Space Nine, and like, <laughs> okay, so, okay, it's called the Delta. Well, I'm calling it Deep Space Nine. Okay. They both start with D. <gasps> Star Trek Delta. Um, so, yeah, the ship's, like, about to crash into the station, but, like, the, they don't know whether it's, like, you know, it's a hostile intention or they're just, like, crashing, but, like, the the head of, like, the station doesn't want to risk it, so he's like, no, fuck it, fire the cannon, but, like, uh, Rena's dad's just like, no, 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 like, what if we try to, like, reason with it or something? So he's like, no, I'm not risking the 278 people on that station. You're blowing it the fuck up now. So they use the Vulcan cannon... And bam, blow it up immediately. And they're like, yeah, if we would have done that 15 seconds later, like, we would have all died. Well done. Now come down to Earth. Yeah, come down to Earth. We have, you have some explaining to do. <laughs> and then what happens... <coughs> like, it didn't click into me. I'm like, why is Rena being... Like, I noticed... They never mentioned uh, in the first bit that the commander of the Delta space station is Rena's... Is Rena's father... But you can tell the way that the way that they filmed it that there were some shots of her like like close up of Rena. So by that point, you know this episode's gonna be focused on her. Mm-hmm. It's just why is it focused on her? But then it then it starts to explain why, in which it explains in a flashback when she was like a when she was like eight, like before her ninth birthday. Sorry. Uh, her dad, her dad was asking her, what do you want for your birthday? And, like, you notice the dad's, like, the same actor who plays the commander. So, it's like, oh, okay, it was her dad that she was just watching. But she doesn't consider him to be her dad. Yeah, because she's just, like, she's like, eh. 
But then it, it's interesting because like he gets shot down. Uh, the ship that his her dad's on gets shot down. And by another alien. By now an alien ship, and so it, it like she explains it later, but like. She just instinctively went to go to his aid. So, like, she just immediately ran out into the hangar, got into a gut swing, didn't even know what the fuck she was doing, and just flew out to go see him. And then, like, Daigo confronts her about it later, and it's like, it's like, well, you're here to save your dad, right? Because you care about him. And she's like, no! Like, it, it's hard to explain, but, like, I didn't know where I was until I got here. So she just kind of just was on autopilot, like, literally. Just... <laughs> Cause it, you know, cause it's like it's like that it's that like instinct you have to like save your loved one. Yeah. So like. Then we got the the monster of the episode, or sorry, the alien of the episode. It's an alien, not a monster. Yeah, which it's it's one of those situations where they don't refer to the alien in the episode, so I had to go to the wiki to see what what it was named. Apparently, he apparently is a wick a regaran. Alien Regoran? Yeah, Alien Reguran. Um, so he yes. is a wicked alien. So he's like, oh, I'm here to avenge like my people. You blew up. But then we find out that's a complete bullshit where they actually, their intention was to like blow up the station. Yeah. In which he just bailed last minute. Because, he, like, yeah, he's a fucking coward. Yeah. Oh, my wife and my wife and daughter died when you blasted my ship. But now I'm going to get revenge because that was our plan. You abandon your own wife and kid to survive. Yes. Um. So he also has like a mind probing thing where he can like, like check other people's thoughts. So he like saw that like Rena's dad like you know was just like him. He's just like he's like yeah you're just like me. Like you don't care about your family. They were burdened to you. They're interrupted. They interfere with your work. Um. So then like. It's interesting is he's still carrying like the lipstick that he like got his uh, Rena like yeah, years ago because Rena asked for lipstick for her ninth birthday. But uh, she, but it obviously dried up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so then Rena gets captured. Uh, Daigo gets knocked out because he like fucking gets like sent rolling down a hill. He fucking Chris Farley that shit. <laughs> the hell was that? What the hell was that all about? <laughs> But uh -oh. um, Rena gets captured, and he's like, "Oh, you wouldn't care." And it's like, "This is your daughter, right?" And I I'm joking around watching that, so being like, "Watch, oh, she's gonna say I have no daughter." And it's like, minute goes by, he's like, "I have no daughter." I'm like, "Oh shit, that's right." <laughs> like he doesn't. I think it's like a Family Guy type of thing, where, like, you remember the episode when we we're when we meet Peter's dad, right? Yeah. He's like, he's like, like Peter, Peter I, I love you with all my heart. I just don't like you. Yeah. It's like, I just don't like, you. I think it's that type of situation where it's like, they care about each other. They just don't like each other. Yeah. It's just like, it, it's unconditional love. Yeah. It, that, like, it's, like, it's like, it's like, I gotta love you because you're my kid. Yeah. Um, actually you see that a lot in, uh, fucking Cobra Kai. Uh. Um, anyways, so then Raina's just like, no, like, he may, be, he may have abandoned me and stuff like that, but still my dad, like, you know, I care about him, and, like, blah, 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 he's not a coward like you, and it's like, well, fuck you, and, like... The the guts, the other guts members show up and start blasting everything. Pew, 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 uh, pew, pew. So, so then he grows big. Tika shows up. Uh, which, we actually get, like, a suit 
transformation sequence, not CGI, so that was nice. Yeah, it was like a CGI pose. Um, and now I'm actually really starting to see the purple on the suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Same it's here. not even blue anymore, it's purple. Um, so, it's the, this fight's kind of silly because like it ends up being mostly like a sky battle because like Tika goes sky type and he chases him through the sky. But like you just see them, they're like, they're just in like that straight horizontal pose the whole time. Even when they like crash into each other, you just see them go like, and then like, Bang. it's like flash of light and you and see you like Tiga fly them, up just... and then uh, the regular go down. Yeah. And then he just destroys them. And then like Reyna, Reyna's with his dad or with her dad. And, like they help out because they get in the gut swing and they like fly around and do it. Yeah. And I like that. Like the dad's just like, he's like, you ready to go down? And he's just like, yeah, I'm ready. Flips his visor down in his helmet. I was like, hell yeah. Hell um, yay. So then, um, yeah, so then they, like, they land, they have, like, a moment, and he's like, he's like, oh, see, I saved, like, the lipstick for you. And she's just like, she's like, no, I don't care about that. I'd rather you poke a needle in your eye because <laughs> you broke your promise. Yep. He's like, oh, 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 that's funny. So he goes back up to the space station. I do you, you do me. That doesn't sound right. Yeah, but he's like, you're still my daughter, and, like, I care about you, even though I'm not around. Mm-hmm. Which, even the narrator saying, like, oh, even though, uh, even though we're doing space exploration, you should never forget about the ties that you already have on Earth. Like, some, like, don't, like, be an explorer, not an invader. Which, it kind of makes sense. But like you said, it's, this episode is definitely more of an unconditional love type of thing. And that's what I like. I, and like I like these episodes of Ultraman when they're like more personal, and deep. When we, when we really when we really focus on a character, we get to know these people more. So like now, I like Reyna more as a character in guts, like in the show, because we've had an episode where we've gotten more deep in her. Like. Hori, kind of. We more just found out, like, oh, he, like, knew this professor dude, but then, like, the professor died immediately, so we never got to have, like, you know, a connection with these two guys. It, it was more of a plot-driven thing than a character-driven exactly. thing. Exactly. And then, like, Daigo. Daigo's just kind of... He's just there. Ta- Daigo's just there. Uh, the commander, not not the captain, uh, Commander Muna Katana. Uh, okay, I actually want to know how you pronounce his name. <laughs> Because I keep just... Katana. Kata- no, it's like, Hakuna Matata. Yeah, yeah. For, that's why I keep thinking. I'm like, no, I can't do that. Commander Hakuna Matata. It's like Commander Muna Katana. Uh, Kata. Like Muna Kata. Muna Kata. So, yeah. It's like he also... like Shinjo kind of got a character focus episode in episode three. Episode four got nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it'll probably be a... Yazan, who gets the next character focus episode, he was, he's the boy genius. Yeah, it was a honestly, it's a it was a pretty solid episode. Yeah, better than the majority of them so far. Like like episode three, is still my favorite, but this is like, like yeah, this honestly, is a close I, second. I'd say this is my favorite so far, just because I don't know. I just like really like that we got like more deep into like a member of guts, so. Uh, yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. We're not talking about Gridman this time. It's just the two episodes. Yep. Talk about Gridman next time. Yeah, we'll talk about Gridman the. Uh, I'm excited. Later I'm, down this month. I, I'm excited to talk about more Gridman because I just want to see what fucking bullshit 
Takashi or Taka, whatever the fuck his name is. Just Talk, uh, Taka. Yeah, well, bullshit, you fucking... I only remember... It's mad over next. <laughs> Uh, I only remember his name because it's the same name as uh, Takaru from Nin Ninja. Or Takaru from fucking Ghost. So yeah, this was episode 83 of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. It's fucking gem. Fucking gem. Like, literally, if you're going to watch Ultraman, watch it for gem. Watch it for... <laughs> so, so, so one gem- episode gem's in. So just watch this episode, then. Yep. Alrighty. Well, schwa for now, everyone. Schwa for now. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. We appreciate your dedication to listening. If you have an opinion on the news or shows we talked about, leave a comment down below. Hashtag comments for Lane. If you want to check us out on other social media pages, you can check out our Twitter pages. As always, you can follow me at twitter.com slash You can follow me at twitter.com slash lane double underscore. For other pages, you can find my blog, Gar's Toku Blogs, on facebook.com. And while you're on Facebook, why not give Radio Sentai Cast Ranger a follow? For older episodes of our shows, you can find them at castranger.podbean.com. And we also have some merch, such as t-shirts and bags, available at tpublic.com. That's all for this exciting episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. Until next time, schwa for now!